I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Welcome to Frau Pow, where your hosts are in rags. Uh, so what do you want to talk about today? I want to talk about something um, that I feel like is close to the heart of a lot of people who might be listening to this. Um, creep. Creeping on you at the gym. No creeps. <laughs> Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. I just, I don't understand what it is about the gym. Maybe because men feel like that's a very masculine space. No, it's my space. Fuck off. Right. No, exactly. It's so frustrating. And I don't need you to tell me how to lift things or that I should be using something different than I am. Like, you have no fucking idea. I had some guy tell me that I should use the barbells that already have the weights like on them you know to do deadlifts and i i just it's because he wants to use the barbell that you're using it's so annoying i'm using olympic plates for a reason farther off the ground <laughs> also the olympic plates are perfect because that is the optimized standardized height of the pole so you're doing a smart thing 
but I'm also your traitor, so. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just really obnoxious. And I was talking about this with somebody of like, there is a difference between people looking at you while you're lifting because you're lifting obnoxiously heavy for a quote unquote woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and people like either shocked or admiring you or just interested or just or you're watching. a Leo and you love attention. Yeah, that too. But there, there's a difference of how people look at you. Yes. And where I work out, if you're going for a big number, everybody stops what they're doing to watch you and cheer you on. And like, it's a positive space. Mm-hmm. Whereas but, when my gym, where I work out with a bunch of Jersey bros. Yeah. It is quite different. Right. And I'm not, I mean, you get some of them even in my gym or my, like a, my strongman gym and then the, the everyday gym that I go to. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a big difference between watching to see what you're doing and to either applaud you, cheer you on, admire, whatever, versus staring. Ogling, like eye fucking. Yeah. That's the difference. I was thinking about this. Like there's a difference between you looking at someone, even just like on the street. Yeah. You can look at them acknowledge their existence or acknowledge like oh that like they're attractive or they have wearing something really cool your your facial expressions will kind of display exactly what you're feeling exactly but eye fucking always inappropriate ogling always fucking inappropriate um so i don't know if uh, our producer heard or if any of you heard but i was at the gym super early this week and um this guy basically i pulled into the parking lot and i just see this big fucking round head stare at my car and i'm thinking to myself i'm like okay that's creepy but maybe he's actually looking for like the gym owner's car my car is green the gym owner's car is a big blue pickup truck so like we're very different looking cars so i get it but then you would just turn your head away and not look he continued to stare at me while we waited at five o'clock in the morning for about 10 minutes until the gym owner arrived in which he got out of the car, went to the passenger side and started pacing and like would swoop in front of his car to continue looking at me, pace back, swoop in front of his car to continue looking at me, pace back ad nauseum. The gym owner shows up. He goes into the gym with the gym owner. I wait like a second and then I walk in um, because fuck the creep. I'm still going to go get my workout. And the whole time he's just staring at me, but not just like not watching staring or like you know, the quote unquote admiration stare and the whole like face is just displaced from the shoulders and body staring at you. Like I left like the predatory. Gym. Yeah. I left mm-hmm. the gym actually feeling like I wanted to cry because he was watching me so intently, which is impressive because I've seen you become like very aggressive. Um, yeah. And it's very I, I'm very intimidated by you um, and to have someone come into your space and make you you in particular feel like that is very yeah and a lot of people a lot of people were like you know well why didn't you say anything and i'm like first of all i left the gym it was like six o'clock in the morning so i'm not even in a place where i want to confront anybody second of all i don't want to fucking deal with it and third of all i felt beyond uncomfortable like usually i feel angry and this is superseding angry to every fiber of my being was run like well, this is, i left this is the my problem lot. with call out culture because it's not always safe it's not always safe and i you know yes we should tell people when they're being inappropriate and we should make sure that people call attention to those behaviors and that yeah 
and those types of attitudes and whatever. But also, there is a very legitimate concern for safety. Right. I think not only in your case, but I think in a lot of people. Yeah. Most most cases, like people feel very unsafe because they feel unsafe because that person is physically bigger than them or stronger than them or louder than them. Oh, he certainly wasn't stronger than me. I believe that. But he was much, much taller than me and just gave that vibe. Like, but also my thing, this is my other, sorry, thought is that. You know, even if you were to say something while you were at the gym, what's going to happen after you leave the gym? Well, that's exactly why I found out that he had six sets and then he was done. And at like set, I was counting his sets. And at his set four, I like sprinted out of the gym, got in my car and I hightailed it out because I was just like, I cannot be here any longer. Now, afterwards. So, okay. Rewind, when I started realizing that this was a problem, I posted something on Facebook and multiple people were checking in at like 5.30 in the morning. So that's awesome. I had people that were like keeping an eye on it, which is exactly what I wanted. Secondly, as soon as I got home, I messaged the gym owner and I said, look, this guy made me uncomfortable. I want you to know this. I didn't say anything else. I didn't say what action he had to do. I didn't say that I wasn't ever coming back. I just said, this guy made me uncomfortable. End of story. And the gym owner came back to me and goes, we've had this problem in the past with him. He just tends to stare and he doesn't realize he's doing it. I will address him. Perfect. So I don't have to deal with the situation, hopefully any longer. I did my due diligence to make sure people knew what was happening, including the gym owner. Yeah. And then also he didn't make excuses. No. Like, and didn't stop there. Yeah. And, you know, my partner and I were talking about it and my partner was like, I mean, she was completely empathetic. She completely saw the look on my face and like how shaken up I was about it. But she was like, you know, I just want to, you know, say that. Did you think that maybe he wasn't like quite all there? And I go, it did occur to me. But here's the thing. My safety trumps his comfort right now. If I feel threatened, I'm leaving and I'm saying something. Whether or not maybe there's something, you know, maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's socially awkward. Maybe he's not quite all there with some sort of intellectual or mental disability. At this stage, I feel so unsafe. I'm going to say something. Yeah. Because my safety has to come first for me. Mm-hmm. But like, This is just my experience. And I know that I'm strong and I can take care of myself. Yeah. And I just think about every single person who has to deal with all these gym creeps that actually like dissuades them from going to the gym and working out and becoming stronger and better and healthier and living their lives. Yeah. I mean, obviously, this doesn't just happen at the gym. Right. No, this happens everywhere all the time. But it just it just blows my mind that people don't realize that it's happening and then people like so many women and so many um non-binary people are like no this is a real thing Mm -hmm. yeah like there was this guy who um i was at the gym and um had set up like a bench and i was doing like some weight sets and whatever and he purposely set up like directly behind me which is always weird at the gym because typically you need to look at a mirror in order to check your form and then was also making very sexually suggestive sounds. So, what, like, I'm used to, you know, the, like, very masculine grunts 
that are happening because, you know, they're being really strong and lifting heavy things. Totally get it, whatever. But this guy was like making sexual noises. Sexual noises. And it was making me very uncomfortable. And I didn't say anything because I felt really weird. And I was like the because I was mm-hmm. there in the middle of the afternoon, like it was me and him and like other trainers there and no one else noticed. Well, it's also really hard to like police these types of environments. I was lucky that I go to a really small gym. Yeah. And I was able to like the gym owner is the one who shows up and opens the gym. I talk to him all the time. So I was really lucky in the sense of I go to a small enough gym that I can address the gym owner mm-hmm. like we're buddies, you know. But when you go to these big commercial gyms, they can't police it the same way. Yeah. And I just think that, you know, I kind of it gets it kind of goes back to call out culture and how dangerous it can be because yeah. I was I didn't feel comfortable calling it out, but I get, went to the gym owner and he will call it out on my behalf. Yeah. Whereas for you, Odd, who are you going to go to? Because you're not going to call out this dude. You can't really go to a gym owner or a trainer because, like, first of all, they're all buddies. Also, That's they're all the buddies. Yeah, you know the whole bro thing. And then on top of that. Your gym is a lot bigger than mine. So yeah. they they are not going to be able to police it and handle it the same way that my gym will because my gym's so small. Right, exactly. My gym is like Jersey bros and like gym bunnies who like wear full faces of makeup. Oh, the cardio bunnies? Yeah, which is like whatever, like do your thing. But also they're not going to help me out because also I think that there's this whole, just in my gym in particular, mm-hmm. there is a other layer of like machismo that is there on top of the normal like masculine environment where yeah. that's sort of in these types of behaviors are sort of endorsed. Yeah. Well, I think I think gyms are a really interesting cesspool of bullshit <laughs> where there's a lot of creeps. There's a lot of mansplaining. There's a lot of men who think that they can tell you how to lift and how to do better. So for instance, at uh, my partner's gym, um, there's this guy there that was trying to like coach her and tell her how to do things and whatnot. And Christy kept going, no, I got this. Like I have a trainer who's writing me workouts. And the guy's like, yeah, well, your trainer probably doesn't know anything. And my partner's like, my trainer's a competitive strong woman who like, can deadlift 400 pounds. Like, I bet you she knows something. Oh, but, and I ended up going into that gym and like just taking all the weights off the rack and like throwing them around and using them. And he came up to me and he's like, hi, I'm so-and-so. And And I'm like, hi, I'm her trainer. And I shook his hand. He's like, oh, and I gave him like that really tight grip just because like it's bro culture. I'll bro out. Uh, I will out bro you. (laughs) And he's like, oh, strong grip. Okay. Nice to meet you. Bye. And ever since yeah. then, like, he's left her alone. And it's like, gyms are for everybody. Fuck off with your bullshit of like, well, mm. gym are, gyms are for men. No, fuck you. Yeah, I've started wearing purposely wearing outfits in which, like, most of my tattoos are exposed. Um, and my um, body hair is exposed. So, mm. like, you can see my legs and my armpits. Um, and I'll wear shirts that are very... Um, aggressively like feminist mm-hmm. because I'm so tired of people approaching me and talking to me and that typically will tell them that I don't want to be spoken to. Because um, having headphones in is not a is good not enough, enough indicator. Yeah. yeah, they will stop me and like 
Tell tried you. to talk to me yeah. and explain why what I'm doing is wrong or how I should be doing it differently. Um, and so I just, it's like my outward appearance has become like a very big barrier at you the gym. You should just like carry around a video of me deadlift and be like, this is my friend. I kind of know what I'm doing. So stupid. <laughs> it's so, it's so stupid. Yeah, it's fucking bullshit. But really, honestly, stop getting in people's ways and stop creeping on them. And also like, mind your fucking business. Keep your eyes to yourself. Yes, keep your eyes to yourself. No eye fucking. Yeah. Like, not consensual. Don't fucking look at me. Um, If you have any creeps stories, please send them our way. I would love to hear them and bash those creeps for you because it's super cathartic and makes my life more interesting. We can send you pictures of Rags's arms and we can threaten them with them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but thanks for listening. You can send us your creep stories at fraupalpodcast at gmail.com or you can send us messages on Facebook and Instagram at Podcast. And we shouldn't have to say this, folks, but don't, don't be, be a creep. creep.